Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Society Podcast. This is the Seaside with my good friend Carolina. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Um, so we have chatted and I failed to get those posts up. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And Carolina, you've been busting your booty doing a lot of stuff. So we're going to talk about that today too. So what you want to do first? I want to catch up. I miss you, friend. I know. I miss you too. Um, well, there, there's a two phase of this <laughs> podcast thing. Um, so my computer got moved into my oldest daughter's bedroom. And so okay. it's not in my everyday sight. So that has been affecting me. I'm not going to lie because I can, I don't see the computer like I used to, right? It doesn't, it's not there. And another thing, actually my kids knew something was wrong with me because they said, mommy, have you been going to the computer and doing your podcast? And I was like, wow, they can even tell. <laughs> I know. And so the other part of that is for the whole month, actually, since I got back from QuiltCon, I have got up, taken my kids to school and literally worked on projects for the sewing shed. And on the weekend, same thing. We've been working really hard on the sewing shed. And I know you're like, this was supposed to be a week project. You're right. It was. We're still not done. We have to get a roof this weekend. Um, Come on. No one's actually saying, oh, this was only supposed to be a week project. Of course, it was only going to take you a week. No one's ever had a week project <laughs> that actually only takes them a week. No one lives in that world. And if they do, they're going to keep their mouth shut because the rest of us don't live in that world. Well, and I mean, we did so much of it ourselves. We did have um, our handyman come and help us do a lot of stuff. But now I'm to the point, actually tomorrow, the plumbers are coming to hook up, have a little sink from Ikea, and I'm going to get a stackable washer and dryer out there. Long story. My dryer's too far in my house to vent properly, so I've had five dryers. <laughs> Holy cow. So I'm just giving up and putting a dryer out in the shed because it can vent like right out the wall. So out of the wall. Sorry, that was very country of me. Um, and then the electrician's coming next week to get all the plugins ready for that because I have to have a special plug-in for the dryer and the washer and the refrigerator that's out there. So um, we're almost done. I have my big green cabinet for my fabric painted. That took four coats of paint on that huge thing that took days days I would just sit there and paint for days because it has these little crevices in the oh, doors yeah. so you had to like smash the paintbrush in to make sure it all got in there and I've, it's a very vibrant green I love it so much so it's sitting in my house painted and I can't get anybody to help me move it because it's so heavy <laughs> oh excuse me I think <laughs> I'm glad that I just gave you hiccups on my, on my <laughs> week-long process of trying to get somebody to help me move that stupid cabinet. My best friend uh, is always up to move heavy things, and she's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> my other friend, Kim, came over. She's like, nope, I'm not touching it. I'm like, jeez. So I'm hoping this weekend we have some people working on the roof. I'm going to try and talk them into moving it because that's literally pretty much my last thing other than the water and the electricity. Um, I have electricity out there already. I just have to get some other things done. 
Um, But everything's going good. Everything's out there. But if I'm going to be totally honest with you and listeners, it's really different, right? It's a really different space. It's a really big space. It's a space I've dreamed about for so long. But when I walk in there, I just can't believe it still. It's almost like I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like I walk in and number one, my fabric is not all organized and stuff like that. So it's not like I can just go and pull fabric for a project or whatever. I don't know. But still it is, you know, I I mean, I don't know. You'll get there. When you get a new space, right? Sometimes it's hard to get in the groove of things and I'm not in the groove because so far I've been just working on projects. So anyways. You'll get there. Yeah. So, um, how was your trip to Nancy's Notions? Um, it was amazing. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, I'm going to be doing more work with them. We actually had a call with them yesterday, um, to finally follow up like weeks later with like the little conversations we had and, and tie up loose ends and say, okay, what are we going to do? Um, so yeah, it was really good. Um, I worked with them for a day recording some little videos for, um, like their site and their social media about different products they have. Um, so I love playing with new products. It's totally, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be new to the market, like new to me. I'm like, Ooh, what is this? And what does it do? And now I want to play with it. And they sent me home with some of them too. And which is killing me. Cause I'm like, I want to play with all the toys, but my life is dumb. Um, <laughs> So you'll graduate before you know it. Oh, well, we can talk about that in another second. Um, so that was awesome. Um, on Saturday, I, um, I got to do book signing in the morning, which was really cool because a couple of years ago I did, I, I went to, um, Cleveland and I filmed two episodes, like two segments for two different episodes of it's so easy, mm-hmm. um, for PBS uh, which was fun. And I really want to work with Kathy again on, on her shows. But, um, so Kathy, I don't know if you're listening, but if you do, we need to talk. I owe you an email. Um, I'll be on your show, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. What's up, (laughs) Kathy? Right. (laughs) All right. We should both talk to Kathy. Um, so I, uh, so I was there signing books and one of the ladies who came in was like, Oh, earlier this week, I saw your, EPP episode on it's so easy. Like it was so the woman who was standing in front of me had earlier that week seen my my television episode, my television That's segment. Awesome. Yeah. And then like a few days later was standing in front of me buying my book that I was autographing for her. And I just thought in my head, this is like the most famous I've ever been. Yeah. That's awesome. Like someone standing in front of me going I've seen you on TV and now you're signing my book. Yeah. Like you're famous. Like my kids pre- think I'm pretend famous, which is basically true. Um, I'm totally Same pretend famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like sometimes we get free passes to Legoland and like that, they think that's okay. That's cool. Um, but yeah, they just, um, it was surreal that, you know, someone had had two experiences like basically my two most famous things I've ever done is be on TV and write a book. And she'd experienced both of those in the same week. So that was just cool. That is cool. Um, it, the weather was lovely while I was there. Oh, oh, 
and then I have to tell you about Sunday because Sunday was the best. So, um, I never get like, I'll travel by myself, but it's always like hectic, like from here to there. And the way that I booked the flights, because I'm always looking for the cheapest flights, even if the company is paying for it, I'm always just, you know, there's no reason for them to pay an extra $150 so that I can fly earlier. Like I'll just hang out and save somebody 150 bucks. Um, so I had to be out of the hotel by 11 AM on Sunday, but I didn't need to like my flight didn't leave until 5:30 at night and it was less than 90 minutes from Beaver Dam to the airport um to Milwaukee. I think it's like maybe an hour. Um so I had this whole day and nothing that was re- being required of me. Uh, that's awesome. Have you ever had like and I'm not in it's like when you're at home like you've got a million things you could do. Like there's no there was nothing for me to do between 11 and 5:30 like i just i needed to get my butt to the airport at some point and that was it so i went online i'm like there's got to be like some kind of quilt museum or something cool and sure enough there was so it was kind of it was a little bit of a detour but not like a 30 minute detour which was not bad so i got to drive through um um wisconsin um in the daylight which when I drove to Nancy's notions, it had been dark. So I hadn't appreciated or been able to see any of the countryside and it was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. It was like this beautiful winter day. There was like grass, but there were also like piles of snow that hadn't fully melted yet. And there were red barns and there were silos and there were trees that were all branches and no leaves yet and the sky was just perfect and it like I don't like to drive oh my god this was the most beautiful drive ever it was amazing That's awesome. and I just drove until I got to the quilt museum and then I got to see um it was the, so they have different exhibits there and it was in an old barn and it was an exhibit of Native American quilts oh. um and a lot of them were actually created specifically for this exhibit. Um, and they're from, uh, tribes that are in, most of them were tribes indigenous there to the, the Great Lakes area. Um, and I was expected to be like, meh, whatever, because I, I can appreciate Native American quilling, but it's not something that I do. Like I was hoping really for like a kind of quilt that I'm working on. Right. But I, I loved it anyway. Like I loved it. It was just great. And the workmanship was gorgeous. And like there was beading and there were things that they had attached to these different quilts. Like there were shells on some, I mean, it was just things that I hadn't thought of. Um, and the fringe, the fringe was just amazing. So just being exposed to a whole different part of quilting that wasn't really in my wheelhouse or in my world. And it doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean I'm going to start adding fringe to my quilts just because I've been exposed to this doesn't mean that I now need to start attaching seashells and adding fringe to my quilts. I can appreciate their work for just being amazing work. I don't have to necessarily add it to my repertoire. And that's kind of cool to realize too, that not everything you're exposed to has to inspire you. Yeah. You can just appreciate it and love it. Um, Oh, side note. One yes. of my, my best friend's daughter came by and she had, she was with one of her friends and she came in and um, my youngest was like, Hey, will you come play just dance? She's like, well, I can't, my friend's in the car. And I was like, who's in the car? And she was like, Oh, my friend Jarrah. And I was like, Oh, well, I know I grew up with her family 
And mm-hmm. this is how old I am. I used to go to high school with her uncle. And um, she has a baby and the baby was asleep. That's why she wasn't getting out. I was like, no, 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 no. Bring that baby to me and I'm going to hold that oh. baby. And guess what? She's Indian. She's part Indian. So the baby mm-hmm. is so, oh my gosh, this cutest little baby. So cute. Who has, I think he has a good amount of, um, I think she said she was Seminole and something else. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Such a cute little Indian baby. Like, oh my Lord. Uh, Native American is what I should say. I'm sorry if I just offended anybody, but, and she looks like Pocahontas. So does her mom. Oh gosh. Okay. But she was talking about that. She was talking because we went and looked at the sewing shed and she was talking about that the Native American on the reservation that they all quilt. And she said, it's really cool. She, you know, they do their own techniques and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. Yep. Sorry, I've been realizing I've been monopolizing the conversation. And oh, just no, 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 no. I thought that was funny that you brought that up. And I was like, I've totally had that conversation in my life. <laughs> yeah, it was just, um, so yeah, that was, um, that was my trip and it was great. And I'm going back at the end of June. So anyone who lives in the area, I believe it's the last weekend of June, I'll be back at Nancy's and I'll be teaching two classes, one on Friday, one on Saturday. So, um, and I don't have those classes in front of me, so I guess it'll just have to be mystery. Um, you should sign up anyway. Yes. That's awesome. So it'll be fun. Yeah. But I had a great time. That's awesome. So how's school going? Um, so second quarter is done. I got my grades back. I got, I got straight A's this quarter, which is, um, uh, so one of my fellow students, um, thinks that that's a total waste of my time. Um, it's very funny and she's very, very bright. So you have to listen. And just the theory is so different that it makes me go, Hmm. She says, okay, so you've got like a ton of stuff going on in your life. Right. And you're never going to put your grades of your MBA on your resume. Although I don't know. I'm like, well, if you get a 4.0, you do. Um, she's like, come on, nobody puts their, you know, their GPA, for their MBA on their resume. It just looks weird. So since it doesn't actually matter, you just need to pass anything that you get over a B because you need a B to pass. You can't for your master's degree, C's don't get degrees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Um, so she said, uh, any effort that you're putting over that B is effort that you could take away from that and actually just put somewhere else because it doesn't need, you don't need to put that effort here. Yeah, but not everybody's like that. I'm like that, I know, but, but my husband's not like that. I mean, I think it sounds logical if you're like that, but if you're not, you're just not. Like, I understand what she's saying, and it makes me think that she's smarter than I am, which bugs me. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I like to be smart, and uh, my brain just can't wrap itself around that. I mean, it, it's like someone saying, okay, so you're working on your sewing shed, right? And you need to put on two coats of paint, let's say, to make it look good. And a third coat of paint isn't going to make it any more painted and it isn't going to cover gaps or anything, you know, or a fourth coat of paint, however many, like the, putting on extra coats of paint isn't going to make it more finished or any better. You know, like if you just sit there and paint for the next four days, you're really wasting your time adding more and more layers of paint. So if you think about it that way, okay, yeah, but... No, but I mean, I get what she's saying. I really, really do. Um, 
I think that it just, it depends on how you view things. I don't think that a type A personality is ever going to view it that way. <laughs> That's probably right. I mean, it yeah. is because I'm not type A. I see where she's coming from. I really do. <laughs> Especially like you, you have a lot going on. It doesn't mean that you have to get straight A's, but I know you and you would die than rather, you know, than to not get straight A's. And I understand that my oldest child is like you. She wants to do her very best at everything that she does. Yeah. And she's I just, disappointed if she doesn't. Yep. Yep. So I guess I'm broken, but you know, we're all broken in some way. This is just my very special way of being broken, I suppose. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it's broken. I just think that it's your personality. And I mean, I think as you get older, you, you kind of realize those things you don't realize when you're kids that yeah. everybody in their own way is so different in how they view things. So you just have to embrace who you are and be like, you know what? I'm glad that works for you, but it would never work for me. So straight A's for me. Sorry about that. Well, I guess the good news is that I don't expect everyone else to be that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yep. I'm, I'm a little jealous of her that she can see the world that way. Um, Cause my world is a little more black and white than that. Um, which is a bummer for me, I guess, but, and cool for her that she can see the world that way. But this is yeah, so you're totally describing my marriage. <laughs> 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 my husband is very, everything is black and white, everything. And I am like, just loving the gray, just lo like playing in the gray <laughs> all the time. Well, when it comes, when it comes to rules, I love the gray area. Yeah. So there's parts of my life where I'm all about gray, but I guess this is just not one of them. Yep. But I finished that quarter, so that means I'm a quarter of the way through my MBA program since it's eight quarters and I finished two of them now. That's so awesome. just zipping along. And then over spring break, I took a week-long immersion class where half of the students were from Israel oh. and half the students were from here in San Diego, although like a lot of them are international students, so they're not from from San Diego. They're just students here in San Diego. And, um, it was amazing. It kicked my butt. It was 12 hour days. Plus every morning I drove up there, which was an hour in traffic. Um, wow. uh, and I thought I'd be able to get stuff done at home in the evening. And I was really wrong. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I didn't really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was crazy, but good. And it, um, we still have a final paper. Our group has to write a final paper, but once that's done, then, uh, we are, then I get one more class out of the way because I'm hoping to graduate in seven quarters instead of eight quarters. That's so good. So that I can just, you know, be done. I talked uh, to, um, my oldest daughter is very, and she, she's a lot like her daddy. She can read anything and put it in her brain and like she's just a smart kid not that my youngest isn't my youngest is a lot like me she's my creative kid like she thrives on that um yeah so she is doing synchronized swimming and she's really mm -hmm. good at it like she doesn't have practice this week and she's upset <laughs> she loves Aww. the water and she said if you don't want to be serious about it then you shouldn't be in it and she's talking about some of her teammates not being serious about it and complaining about some of their routines and I said, you know, you can go to college and do synchronized swimming. You could even get a scholarship. And I said, if you get your AA while you're in high school, um, then you will go in as a junior. And so we had this whole talk, and she was like, 
are you serious, mom? And I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm serious. That's what I did. And she said, I just can't believe that this is true. And I was like, it is, babe. And she is like, I have new goals in my life, mom. And I'm like, yes. Yay. So she's totally planning. She's in fifth grade. Yes, she is. Um, but I want to awesome. tell some of my listeners, she is a huge Harry Potter fan and has read all the books. And I want to tell you of a new series that she cannot put down that I found on Amazon that was a recommendation if you loved Harry Potter that you would love this series. And it's called The Inheritance Cycle. And it's by um, Poloni, P-A-O-L-I-N-I. And if you just do The Inheritance Cycle on anything, you'll find it. And... If your kids need a new series like Harry Potter, this is it. It's huge books, and she is flying through a 700-page book in, like, weeks. She's doing so good. And then it is very, uh, very much your kids would like it if they liked Harry Potter. So that's my PSA for all you parents out there. That's awesome. Yes. Um, Sewing, art gallery, how's that going? Um, I feel like I can never do enough with this fabric. There's, you know, it's just it's so, so great. Oh, like you just so can look at it and it's so vibrant and it's so soft and oh, so good. But just looking at it does not do it justice. So, um, while I was at Nancy's, um, they had sent me another package of fabric and it came in, um, uh, and I honestly, I didn't even open it the first day I got back because I was just so overwhelmed with yeah. trying to catch my breath. Um, and I had to rush like, so Nancy's was one weekend and the very next weekend was my final exams for my second quarter. Um, so I think I opened it that Tuesday. Um, and Matthew from Mr. Domestic, I guess had gotten the same fabric. Um, and he, by Monday or Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday because it was the same day that I'd opened it. He already had like a mini quilt done out of uh, Lugu, the new line by Jessica Swift. Um, oh, and Jessica. Um, I honestly didn't even know her before our gallery, and I'm embarrassed to say that. But um, she's this been on the podcast, is Missy. So good. You have so many podcast <laughs> episodes. I'm going to remember every single person. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, so, that is called a true fan, Carolina. Sorry, I'm right. very, I'm very real housewifing it right now. So <laughs> I failed apparently at this. Apparently, I know how to fail at something, and I just failed <laughs> at this. And there you go. Um, <laughs> a little bit of humility for Carolina. This um, but the fabric is so good, and honestly, every time I pick it up, I'm like where like, I just love it even more. Um, I'm actually working on it right now because the only way I can ever get this project done is to try to multitask it. Um, I, at Nancy's, I got this little circle template thing and I fussy cut circles. I saw that. I love circles. Okay. Love so my whole life is curves right now because I just finished and I haven't posted the finished photo of it yet, but I finished Sharon Holland's, um, hold tight quilt, which is super cute. It is a bunch of like balloons and wherever the two, two balloons cross each other, you pick a third fabric that is, you know, the transparency of the two balloons crossing Mm -hmm. each other. Um, which I have not done a quilt with transparencies before and it's been on my bucket list to do one. So I got to do that. 
and the quilt stitches together super quick. Like I cut it in one day and stitched it in another day. Like that's how quick it was. Like I stitched it basically after my kids went to bed one night and I wasn't in bed that, that late that night. So it wasn't like a 2 a.m. or, um, which I've done, but (laughs) that wasn't this. Um, so that was like, I'm excited about that. I'll I'll share finished photos next week because I'm trying to follow along with the sew along. Um, and then I'm working on, um, Nicole Daskowitz from modern handcraft. She's got her new flower shop quilt. Yeah. And that one's cut out and about, I've got um, all of the half square triangle blocks stitched and I'm starting to stitch the, the drunkard's path blocks and then I have to trim everything up before putting it together. Um, so I'm working on that one, which is also curves. And then this, I decided on my own, it was going to be curves. So I guess curves are a thing and we're all going to have to get on the curve train because it's, it's a thing right now. Um, and if you're not on the curve train, you should be because they're not scary. And Mm -hmm. anyone who's told you so, um, doesn't know what they're talking about. So, um, but this quilt, it's gonna be in my head anyway, like a mandala. Oh, that's going to be pretty. So I'm so excited for every part of this quilt, except for the part that I'm working on right now, because it's keeping me from the next part of the quilt, mm-hmm. um, which is always the case. But, um, and I don't like, I don't like cutting fabric. Can I say that? Yeah. I Can totally I say agree. that it's hard? <laughs> like the whole process of pressing the fabric flat because it got all folded up in shipping and then, okay, now I've, and while I'm pressing it, I might as well either best press it or starch it or something to, you know, give it a little bit more grippiness to it. Okay. And then now I have to cut it and cutting, like, it doesn't ever feel like it's going to take you three hours, but then it takes you like three hours to cut fabric. I don't understand. My Um, favorite part is the, um, ironing which I say that very Southern. I'm sorry for everybody listening, but. No, do all the Southern girl. I love to iron. I love to do laundry. And I love when those collide and I get to starch a good piece of fabric. It's my fave. See, I don't like that part. I love that part. It's just like, it's so wrinkly and crinkly. And then you put that steam on there and it's just flat as a board and no wrinkles. Oh my gosh. So good like instant gratification it's like when you pressure wash and it's so dirty and that pressure washer just (laughs) cleans that it's that it's that is what it's like for me (laughs) okay that one I get although honestly (laughs) like cleaning is not my favorite I I have one of those have we talked that I have one of those mopping robot things so that I I don't have to mop anymore yeah people in my life that I'm hoping gets (laughs) me one (laughs) yeah um, we call the we, we named it Little Mo because it's from uh, Wally. The little Alkaline yeah, Alkaline yeah. is named Mo, so we call it Little Mo. And Little Mo does my mopping, and okay, I would I love to have. I don't like to mop, but pressure washing is way different. <laughs> <laughs> no one can talk to you. It's so isolating and it clean. Oh gosh, it's so good. Um, no. so right now, now I so I've I've cut all the fabric for this, all these little circles. And now I'm doing the process and about half of them stitched. I had to take them to the sewing machine and do a, a large stitch around the edge. And then I'm gathering them around a little cardboard template and then folding in the edge a quarter inch. Um, 
and it is tedious. Like while on this podcast, I've now done five of them. It is so yeah, tedious. Yes. This quilt is going to get done when I'm 90 and it's not okay. <laughs> like, I hope you guys enjoy progress shots of this quilt because I will be sharing progress shots of this quilt for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know, but it'll be good. I don't. Yeah, you can have you can have that. It's totally OK. Um, I like I said, my fabric's kind of been it's just not. And I think that's it. Like I I'm not usually a type A, but the new medicine that I've been on does make me want to have things in order before I start things. Yeah. You know, it's almost like I walk out there and I'm going, that's not finished yet. So it's really hard for me to get my brain past the part that's not finished to start yeah. on something new. And so I had this basket of just low volume scraps with a couple of scrappy colored pieces thrown in. And I went through mm -hmm. my UFO blocks because a lot of times I will make you know, like if I'm making a quilt, I'll test a block and fabrics that I'm not using to kind of get my proportions down, make sure my math's okay and everything. So I have a lot of those weird blocks mm -hmm. and I kind of went through and got some of them that would go in this quilt really good. And I um, just did some improv sewing and then my youngest came out, she did a couple things and um, just kind of adding to it having a good time not really having a focus I actually already put it up I just will come back to it at another time but um my friend Kim hey Kim she came over to we had to do some swim team stuff she's on the board with me and she was going to help me move the green cabinet and she was like no I'm not doing that so <laughs> we were sitting there talking and she's a really creative person and I was trying to get her to use the Cricut, and um, I was kind of sewing those improv scraps together, and she came over. I said, go through these and kind of sew some together, and she can't do that. And I understand that when, like, she wanted it to match, and she wanted it to be certain things, and I'm like, after you sew for a while, you kind of can dive into scraps, but I understand that it's hard when you start out for that to be your focus. So I said, okay, pick a couple fabrics that you like. So she did that. And I said, okay, let's cut those into two big squares. It's, sew them together. But not that one. I'm saving that one. And not that one because I'm saving that one too. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I didn't do that. Here's the pile you're allowed <laughs> to pick from. <laughs> um, so we, she sewed all the way around the blocks. We cut it diagonally both ways. And, and then we had half square triangles. And I said, okay, let's do a pinwheel. And I kind of showed her a glue basting method that I use because there's a lot of bias when you do that. Yes. So she made a pinwheel. Her points were really awesome. And then I said, okay, we're going to quilt this. So I gave her the batting, did a little small spray basting. And I said, just do straight lines. And so she did. She stood and I have my sewing machine where I can sew and stand and sew now. And she was like, I can't do this. And I was like, yes, you can. So she did that. And I was like, okay, now we're going to make it into a pillow with a zipper. And she was like, what? <laughs> I said, okay, let's, you know, I'm going to teach you how to do a zipper. And then we're going to put that, you know, right sides together, undo our zipper, sew it all the way around, and then you're going to have a pillow. And she's like, nah, -uh, I'm not leaving here with a pillow cover. And I was like, yeah, really, you are. And she did. And oh my goodness, she sent me pictures of her daughter laying on the pillow and reading her book. Oh, I so saw, precious. I saw those photos. Yes. So totally impromptu, but just kind of what I needed in my new space. 
Yes. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, God, I got you. You sent her on purpose today. You knew that she needed to come and I needed to open my joy to her. And it was, it was special. So, and then she's like, girl, you got to go to the gym. And I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that. Let me go. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that was really, really a special moment for me. Um, yeah, that was fun. And my improv blocks are, I kind of put them away. So what do you do with, I know you got rid of a lot of stuff, but I have, I did. you know, like those blocks, did you just give them away in your giveaway stuff? Um, so I have, so I have some major I, random stuff. Um, I gave away almost all my UFOs because I was just paring down to our gallery fabrics. And so it was, I had a couple months head start. So I knew, all right, if I'm not getting it done by December, I'm just going to get rid of it. And it was at first really scary. And then like the most liberating thing, because I had UFOs that were like over a decade old. Yeah. Like the mojo was out of those. It was never going to get finished. It was just languishing in my closet every now and then to just come up and collect some more dust and give me some more guilt about the project I bought the fabric for. And then I'm never going to finish. It was just guilt. And now it's, I mean, I literally conmarried all my old projects because I put them, I thank them for what they gave me and I put them out into the universe to go give some joy to somebody else because they, they no longer gave me joy. They stopped giving me joy a really long time ago. Yeah. And I think that that's okay. But were they quilt tops or just like quilt blocks? Uh, finished quilt tops, quilt blocks. Um, I had a block of the month that was, (laughs) I used to teach block of the month quilts at the quilt shop. So Mm -hmm. I would make the original version and then I would make a second version with the students, but I never would get to finish the second version because by the time we were finishing up the second version with my students, I was already making the top to show them for the next block of the month. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have time to finish my quilt, whereas they were finishing their quilts. Um, so I had these block of the months that had half the blocks done. Um, and the other half were in different parts because that's the block that I would show the students mm-hmm. <laughs> me. Um, and like all together with all the fabrics and the pattern and everything all in a box. Um, yeah, there were like, yeah, random quilt blocks, um, like that a friend would say, oh, will you test this for me? And so I made like a quilt block to be able to test their pattern for them. Um, yeah. So that just things that they'd lost their, their life, my yeah. world. So, I mean, I just figured the quilt guild or someone will find something like, oh, this is exactly what I'm looking for to practice my free motion quilting on. Yeah. And I don't care if they just practice on it because it's more than it's going to get in my sewing room. My mom does really good with scraps. Like she's made several scrap quilts where I mean, like I've given her my scraps and she's used every little tiny piece. So that improv project that, um, and it's funny, my mom doesn't know that it's called improv. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to pass that to her because we have several of these where I will do a little bit and she'll do a little bit and then she'll give it back to me and I'll quilt it. And so yeah. we kind of, she does really well when I plan things out for her, she will work on them. And I, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I am like that. Um, I'm a lot like her. It's, it's the starting part. If somebody 
you know, says, hey, I need you to do this project and you need it done by this. I'm really good at that, but I think I'm really have a hard time sometimes like getting going, right? Getting that mojo. And so my mom, I am assuming that's how she is. But if I say, hey, mom, here is all the stuff. Here's what you do. Then she'll work on it. It's funny what you learn as an adult, how much you're like your parents. <laughs> so I think that's kind of where I'm at. That's okay. One of the things that Craft South um, for the live podcast that, you know, I think everybody said was it's okay to take time. It's okay to just be yourself. It's okay to walk away. You know, Sherry Lynn Wood said, I haven't quilted in like six months and that's okay. I'll go back to it. Yeah, I know. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. But also I get it. I get that she was transitioning and had a different season in her life. And that just didn't fit in that season. And like I've said before, my family and I are having this love affair with each other and we're all getting along. And my youngest is almost nine. She learned how to ride her bike this weekend. They had a sleepover this weekend. I saw her biking. That was such a cute photo. Oh, good Lord. She's the kid that's just like, I'm not riding my bike. I don't want to do it. And then finally at the sleepover, my oldest taught her best friend how to ride a bike at my house. Mm-hmm. Not kidding you. Taught her best friend how to ride a bike. That best friend was over this weekend and taught my youngest to ride a bike at my house. It was like full circle. It was awesome. awesome. So, I mean, it's like all these things and my husband is in this good place and financially we feel like we can breathe a little bit that we haven't been able to do in a while. And I don't know. It's just. Knock on wood. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. But anyways, it's just been, I, I, I just. And I'm in love with where we are, spending time in my own head, gardening, hanging clothes out, like cleaning the house, cooking supper. Like all of those things are what I'm really, really enjoying doing right now. And although I do sew and I do have my new sewing shed and it brings me so much joy, that's not what I'm always doing. And I have to be okay with that right now because like I told my husband, these kids are not going to be here forever. They're going to go off to college and have their own life darn them I know and like it's seriously I have an 11 year old then she's gonna be 12 this year then she's gonna be 13 right Uh. yeah so um I don't know it was a good lesson for me to uh, those live podcasts because I think that everybody kind of said the same thing so yeah um, and there's definitely seasons like I didn't. sew at all last week, I, I had my English paper piecing in my bag and I never even pulled it out. Um, which was sad for me. That's not like uh, you at all. No, no, there just wasn't that opportunity. And like we would take the bus to places and I thought, Oh yeah, for sure. I'll EPP on the bus. If I wasn't talking to someone, I just had my eyes closed. I was so, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, it was, it was a lot. Um, because then also for the students that had come from Israel, they were staying in a hotel in the evenings. And so they were like away from their family. But for me, I would come home in the evenings and either I would talk to my mom or my mother-in-law and, um, you know, find out how my kids were. And then the next morning while getting ready and trying to rush out of the house, I would see my kids and I'd catch up with them on how their day the day before was and my expectations of their behavior today. And yeah. Always a good one. Oh, 
you will behave. I hear everything. I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> Yes, my nine-year-old, well, my eight-year-old that's starting nine next weekend, she is having a growth spurt. And if you're a mom and you've had a kid go through a growth spurt when they have birthdays near, you kind of know that they get so moody. Like, girl, if you don't don't get over this, I am going to just scream because she is, you know, this is what we're having for supper. I don't like that. I don't want to get up. That's not what I want. I'm like, oh. So, anyways, yeah, it's been fun. I've been really having a good time. I made, um, so I wanted in my space, a, my design wall is big, but also mm-hmm. I wanted a big cork board. And I didn't, I, I do have the wall space, but I spent so much time doing this treatment on my back wall that I, I didn't want to cover, cover it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, And if I had people over, I thought, how great would it be that I could roll it to where we were working? Because I'm not always going to be working, you know, standing and sewing. When people come over, I'll probably, there will be people at the table. Yeah. So I made, it's a pegboard on one side and on the other side is my design wall and it's on roller. So I can roll it anywhere. And I kind of knew what I wanted, but my husband and I came up with a plan. Actually, I came up with a plan and... He was like, no, 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 we just should do it this way, this way. We did it my way. He had to realize that I was right. He's told me I was right a lot lately. I'm kind of liking it. (laughs) So while he was at work, I had everything cut out, and I actually got the nail gun and put it all together and then put the wheel. He had already put the wheels kind of together for me, and then I put the braces, Mm -hmm. and I had this. My best friend had given me this vintage wood that had this green paint on it that was chippy. Mm-hmm. So those are my braces. And then we made the table and he made me like a little bump up for my sewing machine so I can stand and sew. Mm-hmm. Um, so just things like that. You know, I've been immersing my, I really like using power tools and making <laughs> things with wood. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I miss doing things like this. So I'm wondering if since I'm out there all the time and he has his space set up, if I won't do more of that. Yeah, migrate over to his space every now and then. I do. It was so satisfying to understand that I could do that myself, that I could get that nailer out, plug that air compressor in and know how to use it, put the nails in it myself and be independent. I don't know. It was fun. Yep. I totally get it. I'm going to try. I know a lot of you want to know how I made that design wall pegboard thing. Um, I took pictures along the way, so I'm going to try and get that up or either make another one and kind of make a video of it because my husband wants one. So, um, With your with your design? Let's be clear. Does yeah. he want one with your design? Yeah. It's going to be a little different because he doesn't need a design wall, but um, <laughs> it, it is. It has been a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. And I have to give a big shout out to General Finishes. That's what I've been using for. It's a milk paint that I've been using to, my best friend painted a cabinet that I have that I'm using as a bookshelf with that. Mm -hmm. It's their like grayish blue. And then I use the emerald green on my big fabric cabinet. Such good paint. I didn't prime. Um... Like I said, my cabinet did take four paint coats, but 
I really wanted it to look good. Like I really didn't want it to be halfway done. So that's why I went for that big four coats. Now my friend only put two coats on the bookshelf that she was doing. So, and it looks just as good. I think it just will depend on your, but gosh, really, really good paint. And I think I got a quart and I still have half a thing left from doing four coats on that big cabinet. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I really like it. If you have to paint anything, I really can't recommend their paint enough. It was really good paint. Nice. Yeah. So anything else going on? What have you seen Um, on social media? I haven't been on social media that much either. I've been trying, uh, let's see, what is on, so I've been doing the Hold Tight So Long with Sharon Holland, which has been fun, um, and then Nicole's doing a flower shop, So Along, that's coming up, um, with her new pattern. what about your multi-5K? Um, it took a spring break on accident. Uh Uh-oh. Um, I did, um, I got videos recorded before class because I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to record videos the week that I was in class and I just figured I'd be able to edit it in the evenings and get it up and I was wrong um so I'm hoping to get video up today um it just life is kicking my butt and not in like a terrible way so it's good but um you know, trying to get all the things done. Like, I feel like everything's shouting at me right now. Yeah. Work on me, work on me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but wait, you have homework due. Um, I have, for one of my classes, a full 15% of my final grade is due the very first day of class. Wow. Like, welcome to grad school. Um, it, it's very different. It's not like, you know, it used to be the first day of class. You would just show up with your fresh binder and your fresh paper and your, Looking you know, freshly sharpened cute. pencils and be like, okay, I'm ready for class. No, no, no. Class has already started. And if you show up like that, you are behind. Um, and the, you read these the syllabus that teachers write. And it's like, if you show up late, you're getting your docking points and, you know, you have to be here and you have to, you know, no late assignments are accepted ever everyone's held to the same standard and you better believe that you're going to be held to the standard where you're showing up on time and turning your stuff in on time, which I appreciate, but, um, you know, it's a little scary when you're like, well, what happens if I hit traffic or, you know, like life happens because none of us have ever had life happen. Right. Yeah. So you'll get there. I promise. I remember I had to drive a little bit for my master's degree and, I remember thinking the whole time, like, one day this is not going to be my life. And when it finally happened, it was so great. Like, I remember reading a book and just, or a magazine and enjoying it and not having, like you <laughs> said, that that textbook call, I need you to read me. It was so amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Well, because I was taking the spring break class last week, I didn't get started on any stuff last week even though the professors were already emailing us saying, you know, syllabus is up, there's work to get done. Go ahead and work on that. And this quarter is accounting. Ugh, I hate it. Okay. I still hate it. I still haven't <laughs> done my tax stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so it's accounting and finance Ugh. and this class called lab to market, which is, uh, um, basically working on like creating your own product um, that you can then bring to market. And here's the thing, like 
I kind of already do that. Like I have my own stuff already. Like I write quilt patterns and I, I don't want to create a product. Yeah. That would be crazy. Um, yeah. And then it's just Eh. just the logistics of everything. You know, I just, (sighs) it'll be okay. You'll get there. I'll look back and I'll be like, it was fine. What was I so stressed about? No, you won't. You'll be like, thank gosh, that is over. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're going to (laughs) say. Well, um, and you know, it's kind of this, my kids haven't had spring break. We have spring break around Easter. Um, And you know, it's almost that point of the year where like they, they're over it. They're over the weather they're they just want it to be sunny and play and have fun and they're sick of school and you know I mean it's so hard but um we have spring break coming up we actually have a a pretty good spring break and my husband told us that he said we're going somewhere these days so it's a family trip it is no more than eight hours but I'm not telling you where and so we're going to get in the car. And my husband kept the that my baby was a girl my whole pregnancy, my first pregnancy. He was the mm-hmm. only one that knew I was having a girl. And he kept that secret the entire time. How did he know? Did not tell anyone because he wanted to know. And I told him if he found out, he wasn't allowed to tell anybody because mm-hmm. I didn't want to know. And he knew and he played along. Like I thought I was having a boy the whole time. So he is a really good secret keeper and I'm really excited. I'm like, I love that you did this. I love that I have nothing to do with it and that you are surprising all three of us girls. I'm so excited. So you don't, you don't know where you're going? I have no idea where we're going. Do you know what to pack? Like that would stress me out. No, I mean, no, I think that he would probably tell us like if we needed to bring a bathing suit or something, but um, yeah, we have no idea. And I love it. I am so excited. I'm like a kid yeah. at Christmas. <laughs> so my poor husband would never be allowed to do that. <laughs> Cause no, I love I, it. I love it. There's going to be like one person listening. Who's going to get me and you're my friend. So please message me. Um, I feel sometimes that surprises are hostile. Um, mm. <laughs> I know I'm sounding crazy sounding, saying this, but it's like there's one person who has like the complete information yep, and they could share it (laughs) so that I could like be prepared. Nope. And they're not sharing all the information. So I, I can't, how can I be prepared for all the things that are coming when, yeah, I think surprises are a little bit hostile. Then I can go shopping. I can be like, listen, you didn't tell me I'm got to go buy some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. I, I mean, like there is a win-win situation here. I like your attitude. Okay. Oh, we've done this many times to our kids. We've like had my parents keep our kids. We've packed everything in the car. And when they got here, we said, go to the bathroom, get your iPad, grab a, your favorite blanket and a pillow and get in the car. And we took them to um, Charleston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you don't know the surprise is coming, then it's not as hostile. Like yeah. if you're going to surprise me, don't tell me you're going to surprise me. That That's the like, that's when they're like, I know where we're going. Oh, my I know what we're doing. Has tried to bribe him in every way. She has such anxiety 
<laughs> she's like, I just can't handle it. You have to tell me. And he's like, I'm not telling you. And she's like, I'll do anything. I'll do it. Like, I have money. Do you want my money? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not telling you. So, um, see, she's like me. Oh yeah. 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 She, and see, I have, I do not need control at all. I'm like, no, somebody please take it away from me. See, I need pretty much full control at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, so when my youngest was in preschool, even, um, he, he had this terrible preschool teacher and he also had his care like his first kindergarten teacher. He actually switched kindergarten classes, but his first kindergarten teacher was terrible as well. Um, and the way I described it was that, you know, he'll walk into the room and he'll try to figure out who's in charge. And if he can't figure out who's in charge, he'll figure he must be in charge yeah. because yeah. <laughs> somebody's got to be in charge and it might as well, you know, if no one else is going to do it, it's going to be him. And the worst thing you can have in a classroom is have a four-year-old in charge of your classroom. Yeah. <laughs> it does not go well. Well, and um, at that age, they want routine. They want you to have a routine because yes. that age they can't function. Like you said, he's like, Oh, she's not going to have a routine. I will make one up. Everybody let's make faces and giggle while she's trying to have this routine that we're not paying attention to. Yeah. Trust me. I've been in that kindergarten classroom (laughs) (laughs) as a volunteer. Um, Yeah. It's uh, not great. Yeah, it isn't. Well, I totally miss you. I'm so glad that you are doing all that you're doing. And thank you, everybody, for following along on my journey. And yes, it's so thank you for sharing your journey. I'm it's, trying. I don't do it all the time, but I am trying to share it. You're doing a great job, I think. And it's you. enough of a peak that, you know, I'm like jealous, but in a way that I get to be happy for you and think maybe one day like yeah. it's you know, it's like my dream to have a space like that. So, um, it helps me dream to see that, you know, if someone can have it as their reality, why can't I have it as my reality one day? Right. Yes. And you know, that that's so funny. I think that way too about life. I think, you know what, if somebody else can have that, there's no reason that I can't. Um, and it's funny. I have always dreamed of this. I've always known that it was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen. It was a total surprise that it did happen now. Um, and yeah, I'm, it, it's funny. I am kind of the person that has to simmer in things and, and kind of sit with them a little bit and be okay with sitting with them for a little bit. And that's what I'm doing with this. I'm working on projects. I'm not jumping in there full speed ahead. And I kind of don't have anything that's due right now. So that helps. Um, yeah, yeah. You just enjoy it. Just like enjoy the actual journey part. Yeah. The making of it. I am. So. It's so good. Oh, well, thank you. I, you know what? That That is really special that um, I have so many people cheering me along and being happy for me because I know what it is like to be the person going, why isn't that me? And oh, see, I'm not like, I'm not like for long. Like, why is that? Because, you know, I mean, I have like I'm not sewing out of my, on my kitchen table and I know a lot of people who do. So I'm already super blessed. And if I never get a space like yours, I'm still super blessed. But you know, that's okay. it's like, you're just, you have all the space. It's gorgeous. Oh, I just got a text from one of our, one of my friends who had surgery and, mm-hmm. um, she had, oh, uterine cancer. Maybe she found out like she had, um, mm-hmm. 
some stuff. And she just texted me and she said, I got done at the doctor. She got everything. I was stage one, grade two, and now I'm cancer free. That is so <gasps> Yay. Oh, so, so excited. That is great news to get at nine o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, it's great news anytime. <laughs> yes. No, it is. celebrate. That is awesome. Um, but yeah, I just am going to try and share. I love that you're sharing. You're so good at sharing what you're working on. I love the processes. And, I'm um, trying. Uh, yeah. You'll get there. You'll finish that circle quilt in 2026. <laughs> right. I think I have like <laughs> maybe 12 of these now done. I'll post on Instagram oh, a picture of how many of these I got ironed. And- um, I am going to get a computer out there. I'm not going to take my big Apple computer. My husband is going to give me an extra work laptop that he has and oh, cool. I'm going to take it out there. So I think I'll start podcasting from out there. Um, and working cool. from out there. I just haven't gotten that far yet. Um, it's still a little bit chilly here. So in the morning out there, I don't have air conditioner or heating, so it does get a little bit chilly. <laughs> um, but I will. I'll get there. I'll get back in the groove. I know. Um, I know I will. But I'm going to sit at the computer and get a couple podcasts up for me and you today. That is my goal. So I'm sitting here in my office, which has it has huge windows on two sides of it. Um, but that means that it's like the coldest room in the house. Yeah. Um, so I have. OK, it's really ugly, um, but my husband got it for me. Um, and it's really comfortable. It's called a comfy. It's like a one size fits anyone sweater. It's huge, but it's like a blanket turned into a sweater. Um, and it's awesome. And then I keep a heating pad by the floor of my desk. <gasps> oh, good idea to put your feet on. Because my feet get the coldest. So cold. I have my daughter's fuzzy socks on. So that's my trick for staying warm when I'm here at my desk working on projects or, you know, chatting with you. I didn't think of a heating pad. That's a really good idea. Yep. So I'll come and I'll get out of bed and I turn the heating pad on and then I'll like go to the bathroom and get my water and then I'll come chat with you and my heating pad will already be all warmed up. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, I have a random tidbit for parents again and maybe some adults. (laughs) I had to take my kids to the doctor because my oldest wouldn't get rid of this cold or sinus infection she has so she the doctor said oh you have to come back for your shots in June Mm. and my daughter is really scared of shots yeah like I had to hold her down and she's getting really strong so I'm almost to the point where I can't hold her down anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she's like we're sharing clothes now so um the doctor was so amazing and talked to her but there is a thing called a shot blocker And it's this little plastic piece that has these little spikes on it. And they put it on your arm and it tricks your brain to feel those little pressure spikes instead of Mm -hmm. feeling the shot. So I had never heard of this. No one has ever told me about this. And she brought it in and she showed my daughter. So um, if you have a kid that is like mine and going to the doctor brings anxiety for everyone involved, Look into this thing. It looks really cool. We haven't done the shots yet to know if it really works, but we're, we are. We're going to try it when we go back in June. Um, but it was random and weird, and I felt like I needed to PSA all my parents out there. So I needed shots for going back to school. 
Um, like I needed a tetanus update and I, I was not looking forward to it. I mean, like I'll give blood. I don't like it, but you know, I'm an adult and I do it. Um, and so I went to get the shot and I was not excited. And the nurse who gave me the shot, amazing. I didn't feel it. And I was like, what did, what just happened? And she said, and I didn't watch her do it because that freaks me out. Yeah. I can't watch. Um, she says that she, she holds the needle like a dart. Huh. And she said she saw someone else do it once and it's the weirdest looking thing ever, but just the way that you then, the way it goes into the skin or something, I don't know. Huh. Like I poke myself with needles all the time and it hurts and I hate it. Yeah. This was not that at all. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. I had to share. I did because I was like, day made. Maybe my life made because she's really going to get to the point where I can't hold her down. And then I'll know what I'm going to do. I bribe my kids with ice cream. Oh, girl, that does not work anymore. <laughs> she's like, no, I'd rather go without. <laughs> she's like, oh, goodness. But anyways, I missed you. I missed you. I'm so glad we got to keep up. Too. Catch up. On yes. Me. Yes. Um, well, I hope you have a wonderful day and we you will too. talk again next week and I hopefully yes. we'll have some sewing to report on. And if you don't, that's okay. No pressure. Oh, I know. But I, you know what, when you do, when you're like, Hey, we haven't talked, I do. It helps me get into, it helps me get my sew, sewing mojo back. So thank you for that. We'll see how many of these stupid circles I'll get. I'm already <laughs> at the point. Like I haven't even really started well, this school doesn't have like any traditional piecing on it because all these get applique down. But I haven't even started like the applique part of this. And I'm already calling the circle stupid. <laughs> <Not a good laughs> I, I've told you about my favorite quilt and my least favorite quilt, right? No. Well, my, maybe, but tell me again. My favorite quilt is the quilt that I have in my head that I want to start working on. Oh, yes. And my least favorite quilt is the one I'm working on right now because it's keeping me (laughs) when I want to do. In those circles. Oh, geez. Yeah, I actually, I got more done this morning than I thought I would. Well, I'm glad that I could help you get those done. But there's over 100 of these. Like, I haven't actually counted. (laughs) Okay, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a really good quilt. It's going to be a really good quilt. It's going to be be a really good quilt. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week. Sounds like looking forward to it. Um, and yes, tell me what you sewed. Okay. Oh, and you can find Carolina at? Oh, at Craftmore, C-R-A-F-T-M-O-O-R-E. And Stephanie's over at? Modern Society. And you can always reach out to us on Instagram and yep. use the hashtag. Um, gosh, it's been so long. M-S- Seaside. There we go. MSC side. Man, either it's early or it's been long or both. Yes. Hashtag MSC side. And I'll be posting what I worked on this morning using that hashtag. Cool. Well, thank you, Carolina, for getting up early. Yay. Thanks, Stephanie.